Wait for it. There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast, and this is Wanda Watch, our own little after show. We're going to talk about it, Chuck. You know the drill. Our listeners know the drill, and uh, we're just going to dive right into it. This episode was called a on a very special episode, which is fun. That's yeah. a cute name for an episode. I love that they're playing to the sitcom still. And uh, I guess before we go into it, I, we have to say it. Spoiler alert. If you're listening to an after show, having not watched the show, and you get mad about spoilers, then we've got to talk about something. But we are going to break down episode number five again on a very special episode. And I've got some talking points. And it the talking points are mainly just characters. And I have questions about them. And I want to know what you think about these characters. What I will say is we're going to save the the final moment for the very end of the show. I figured that. Everybody said that this was the Luke Skywalker reveal of, you know, WandaVision. And I disagree with it. Yeah. But we'll talk about that at the end. Let's start with Agnes. I'm, I don't know why I started with her, but let's start with Agnes. What is up with her? Do you think that she is actually confused? Is she a double agent? Is there the wires getting crossed somewhere? I don't like, because I'm still on the Mephisto train. She seems like she knows what's going on, especially you know in that first scene with Billy and Tommy crying. She comes in and like she's, you want me to do it again? Like, like Wanda's the director and she knows it, and you know this is just a play for Vision. Okay, that's what it seemed like to me because it seems like. She kind of was like, do you want me to do another, like, another take? You want me to go another shot? Like, and then Vision, like, Vision's starting to obviously pick up what's going on. Oh, yeah. As the show gets on, you know, he's 100% like, okay, something's going on. But in that scene is he really started questioning it. Yeah, but do you think that at some point in that, Wanda kind of looked confused too? Do you think she's just putting on for Vision as well? Or is, like, is there generally two people at play like for our first question are you still off the mephisto train i don't know i don't <laughs> so there's some... it changes every week it does because there's something that happened later in the episode that really made me question what the hell is going on there's a lot of things going on yeah. in this episode uh, uh listen we we finally got the Maximoff name, right? We got yes. her parents. We got Ariana and Oleg, which is different from the comics. Her parents' names are Django and Mariah or Maria. And then Sword is now calling this the Maximoff anomaly, which is huge. We finally found out like that this is their code name for their mission. But with Agnes, do you think like let's say we're on the Mephisto train still, which I am fully on. Do you think that she's just getting close to these kids? Because Mephisto is in control of her, but Wanda may be a little bit stronger at some points. The, there's so many questions with this, and like I keep going back and forth. I know you probably watched it five times, and I've only watched it once. I don't know. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> it's on as as we record. I think she's a double agent because it's it's weird, like how she can jump from character to character. Like she's Agnes at one point, and then you know she's should I do another take, like you said, and then. She's jazzercising with the babies like that never happened. Or she's drinking hard liquor while the babies grow – like they grow up and she doesn't even bat an eye. And then the, the other big question I know you talk about is Norm. Like it seems like she knows what's going on. 
and is in a play, but maybe other people aren't. Yeah, like everybody's hexed. Yeah. You know, that word came up a lot in this episode. I know Darcy said it a few times. Jimmy Woo says it. And Monica says it. There's all all this hexing going on. And that's, you know, that's magic. We all know that. That's witchcraft. And that's Wanda's, you know, her moniker in the comics is Scarlet Witch, although we we haven't got to that point yet. Norm is, is hexed, as is, I think, everybody. And it gets to a point where we can go to Vision where he breaks Norm's hex when he's on the old yeah. gaming computer. And he just touches his head, and then Norm starts out like, I got to call my my sister. I got to call that. What would you make of that scene? Because, like I said, like with the Agnes thing, I was like, oh, they're all in on it, and she's just playing. And then kind of same with Herb with last episode where, like, they were like, yeah, she's not part of it. Like, it seemed like Herb and Agnes knew what was going on and is saying, like, Geraldine's like, yeah, Geraldine is not part of us. And then we go to Herb, and it's like, Okay, he doesn't know what's going on. He is actually Hex. So is it like half the population is and half the population isn't? I don't know. I think it's everybody but two people. It's like Herb and Agnes a part of this and everyone else? I don't think Herb's part of it. We got his alias, you know, John Collins. We figured out Herb is, is not Herb. He's, a, he's a, a New Jersey resident. I think it's Agnes and Dottie who was mysteriously absent from this episode. But then last week with Herb, like, he was sitting there talking with Agnes, and he was, like, seemed like he was conscious of what was going on. Yeah, but then he wasn't conscious when he was sawing through the concrete. True. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a very weird thing. That's last week we talked about, it, and that's my theory that there's two people at play, a director and a producer, somebody who's over Wanda and is giving direct orders once she's out of sight, and I think that that is Mephisto. But... Vision had a huge episode this episode as well. We found out that he had a living will yeah, uh, for an android, which is crazy. Uh, we found out that he was disassembled and was put into a sword facility. He breaks Norm of his hex. And then he drops this nugget that is a lot of people are, are missing and they're not putting it together. Why are there no other children in Westview, Wanda? And it hits me. And I'm like, well, episode two, everything was for the children. You know, they had that big part or that big yeah. talent show, and everything was for the children. And that predates Wanda being pregnant. That predates Mephisto's fragments in Wanda. So is this a long game? And Wanda didn't know she was going to get pregnant. Remember, she was shocked when she got pregnant. So is this a longer game where Wanda can only confuse or can only control the proximity circle of Wanda, whoever's in her her bubble, and then somebody else is conf- is picking it up. So, what did you think of the fact that there's no kids in there, and now Billy and Tommy are just randomly growing seven years each time they get angry? That was weird. When she straight up was like, "Hey, you can't have a puppy to your ten, and they look at each other and they're like, "All right, well, boom, we're ten." And I'm like, "Okay, that was weird." They're gonna be 26 by the end of the season. Well, remember even when. When uh, the puppy died, and yeah. she was like, "Don't, don't age up, don't, don't you age up?" And I'm like, "This show has you constantly thinking, and like, when you think it's going one direction, it goes completely the other." Yeah, and in that scene, Agnes was the fourth person in that scene. Vision's no nowhere near. He's at work on a Saturday because he is just over this. He's over a mysterious 
growing kids and yeah. he's over the neighbor running in with doghouse. But Agnes is there and she doesn't bat an eye when Wanda says, don't you age. Yeah. Doesn't say anything. The only thing that catches her attention is when she's, uh, when the boys say, well, you can bring people back from the dead. Yeah. And she was like, wait, you could do that? So I think Agatha's slowly peeking through. I know she called herself Auntie A go, or Auntie Agnes, right? Goes back mm-hmm. to Auntie A's kitty litter in episode number two, which is very important for me at least. I, I think that I, – I don't know what I think at this point. It's just it's, – it's a, it's a very confusing show. I love it though. Yeah. I do want to talk about Wanda. All right. So she hasn't been called Scarlet Witch this entire time in the MCU. Yes. She's just been treated as a girl who was awoken by the stones. She was awoken by the the mind stone, and that was it. So now that she's still not having a code name, do you think at the end of this season she gets the code name Scarlet Witch? I think so because didn't that the director said the same thing like uh, what did he say so, something about an alias or a code name or a superhero name or something? She really has like Wanda's had. We, we talked about how she was victimized most of the, the MCU. Like, she's had it the hardest. But, like, there's really been no evolution on her. Yeah. Like, even from costume-wise, like, yeah, she lost an accent but suddenly gained it back in this episode. Yeah. It, it's it's a very, like, it's very dark Scarlet Witch. And that's uh, a storyline in Avengers West Coast, which, surprisingly, is different than West Coast Avengers. <laughs> It's it's very very dark Scarlet Witch, and I think that's what we're getting. We're getting dark Scarlet Witch, and Doctor Strange is going to have to try and control her or try and help her. But Wanda getting her name is important. I think we get that at the end of the season. What did you think about the footage of her, her storming sword and stealing the um, Vision's body? That was crazy. When he was like, you know, I obtained this uh, footage and showed. See, this is where it makes me question. I don't know if that was really her because. It's the same thing where... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're reading my mind. Hold that thought. Do you think that we're not even watching Wanda? I think we're watching Wanda. But... Okay. I think the Wanda that got Vision and the Wanda that came out of the bubble with the accent, I don't think it's her. Do you think it's Mephisto? (laughs) I... I don't know. Because, like, last week... Because who else... Who else was not in this episode? Dottie. So the only other speaking character, only other woman with speaking roles, not in this episode. She's, I think she's Mephisto. So when she came out of the bubble and she started speaking, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Does she have an accent? And a lot. And AG's like, what? I was like, she has her Sokovian accent. Yeah, and came back. And you know who else came back? The mailman. (laughs) With the he's back from episode one. Awful toupee. But so. We've talked about this before. Like, she had in Avengers Age of Ultron, she had an accent. And then the next time we saw her in Civil War, she didn't have an accent. So it's like, okay, where'd it go? And then people just forgot about it. And now, like, it's back, but it's not back in the TV show. Like, it's only when she came out of the bubble. So I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't think that's her. There was times where I'm thinking she's the villain. And now there was some of this episode where I'm like, okay, I think in a way she's in control, but in a way she's not because of. There's two times when the Sokovian accent comes back. Last episode when she was singing the Sokovian lullaby to the kids 
and when she was talking to Geraldine, a.k.a. Monica, right? Yeah. She had the accent when she's using her powers. And then this episode, when she's coming out and she's, you know, throwing drones at Hayward's feet. You know, who – I'm still anti-Hayward at this point. Oh, he's an asshole. I, I There's definitely something going on with him. I don't know what – I don't know if he's an aim operative that's invaded S.W.O.R.D., if he's Hydra, who knows? Hydra's still at play in this. God, they're never going away. But it does beg to ask, why is the Sokovian accent only out when she's in defense mode? Yeah. it That was weird. The singing, I kind of played it off because, like, you know, it's a tune that she heard when she was a kid. So the, the dialect is maybe a little... Yeah. And the same thing, like, if you're singing, um, what is that, uh, Macarena. You know what I mean? Like... You sing to the the tone and dialect that they do. So maybe that's... I played it off as, okay, that was a lullaby she heard. That was how she was sung to. So that's how she's singing to her children. But when you're singing... When she came out of the bubble and the accent was prominent, I'm like, okay. Like, something is up. And she was in her Scarlet Witch outfit. I See, I don't think... She's changed at all because I don't think anything that we're watching on the show is real. I think what is going on in Westview is so sad. It's so heartbreaking. It's Wanda in the same clothes, probably filthy. It's go back to Thor, uh, Thor the Dark Loki World. Loki in the prison. Where that's exactly what we're getting. Vision's a, a, a milky-eyed husk. Wanda hasn't bathed in forever. She's probably got two baby dolls in a in a abandoned house somewhere that she's thinking are her kids, or she's kidnapped kids because she's under a spell from Mephisto. There's so many level. There's so many layers to this to this show. And do you think? All right. So we've kind of talked about the control aspect. There's a scene at the end. I'm still not going to talk about it yet. But there's a scene when someone shows up, right? Wanda was not in control of that moment. No. She even told Vision, like, listen, I've been in control of some stuff, but I'm not in control of this. So does that like does that say there's someone else in control? Kind of. Uh, also, that scene, it was very close to my shot in the dark. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was very Magneto's showing up. It was very like I'm watching it. And I was like, I almost predicted that. Like it was almost word for word what I said. It was just the wrong person. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Strange. I thought Strange was going to show up because we need him. We need him in this. And it's weird that nobody has mentioned his name yet. We've gotten a name drop of one Avenger so far. We've got a name drop yeah. of two bad guys with Thanos in this episode and Ultron last episode. So we're getting closer to more MCU ties, which kind of brings me to Monica, who had maybe the most important part in this show today. What do you think happened between Monica and Carol? Because when, they, when they're, when they like, doing the pissing contest, her and Jimmy, and Monica's like, you know, she could have single-handedly killed Thanos, which is still kind of weird because how does she know that? Because she was blipped. But we'll, we'll talk about that on another point. And Jimmy was like, well, I'd say Captain Marvel, you know, stood a chance too. And Monica was like, yeah, get that name out your mouth. What do you think happened between those two? I don't know. Um... Because also, from what we know, is she disappeared in the 90s and hasn't came back until the the blip happened and Monica's already gone. Monica, 
disappeared. She disappeared for two years and was blipped. So you're so assuming. How does Monica know about Thanos and Scarlet Witch's battle? Was there footage? Like, was CNN there, like highlighting it? I don't think so. I mean, she she is a sword agent, and I see her as a person uh, bringing her work home. So maybe there was all these files of every, and she was missing during one of the biggest events in human history. But I don't think she's had enough time. She gets re-blipped, right? She gets unblipped, and she goes yeah. immediately to Jersey where she finds Penn and Teller in the form of Agent Wu and immediately goes into Westview. There's no time to review the tape. Maybe on the plane? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that's a big thing. Like, how does she know about Thanos and how does she – like, there, there's – definitely no footage of of endgame for the public to watch you know i'll be honest with you it's just probably sloppy writing yeah that was, that's well that's if it is that's the only time it's been sloppy writing but i do have a question yeah last week i said my theory was at the end of this episode or at the end of this season monica rambo was gonna get her powers do you think that my theory is still holding water and do you think it's more of a, a realization? Because after she gets those tests done, there's nothing on her scans, not anything. No brain activity, no broken bones, no nothing. Do you think we're seeing the origin of Monica getting her superpowers just in slow-mo? It, it could be. I was thinking also maybe she's still under control somehow. Maybe she is – like there was no brain scan. Maybe she – like you were saying, like a double agent with Agnes. Maybe she was put out there for a reason. Like she still has her own reconnaissance and she's able to do, but in the back there's still someone controlling. Okay. I think it's we're getting to see her powers because everything that's come out, which has only been Monica, her clothes, and that cable has transformed somehow. The cable turned into a jump rope. The clothes turned into Kevlar. So I think Monica's turning into uh, pure energy, which is eventually what she – spoiler alert for Monica Rambo episode, but that's usually what kind of happens with Monica. Um, what was your favorite part of this episode? The ending. Really? Really? Okay. I knew that was going to be your favorite part, and we'll, we'll talk about that when I put my tinfoil hat on. Uh, my favorite was Wanda breaking the bubble and going out there and using the guns on Hayward. Yeah. Very Magneto-like in X-Men. Yeah. So it was it was a direct, to me, that's a direct callback to the X-Men movie saying, like, listen, I don't know who my dad is, but I've watched the tape. If Monica's watching tape, Scarlet Witch is watching tape as well. And she, uh, they did their homework. They did a good job with that one. Now, you ready for, for uh, Tim Boyle at time with Jim? Yeah. All right. So some of the, there weren't a lot of big ones, big theories in nah. this this episode, but I have some because it's who I am, and I'll spend all night when I can't sleep thinking of theories. The first one is simple. They have a new house again. New house, new car. Vision touched on it and said how everything changes every day. We have a new house. We got new stuff. Every day it changed. This was a, a very family ties and growing pains show. Yeah, also, too, you talk about that. When she first showed up, I was like, damn, she looks exactly like her sisters from Full House. Yeah, she really did with the sloppy hair to the side. Yeah. Wish they would have saved Full House for the next decade. 
think that would have been better. But I think we're getting home improvement next. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like home improvement, step by step, stuff like that. But they have a new house, which we talk about every single episode. The color schemes and the wardrobes were were uh, pretty spot on. Agnes had those hints of pink and purple in her tights and her lipstick, very reminiscent to Agatha Harkness's outfit in the comics. Tommy and Billy had, once they aged up to, I think, about 10, they had Speed and Wiccan colors, mm-hmm. which is very on point. Uh, Vision is reading The Descent of Man. He drops that, right? Uh, that has to deal with evolution. When we think of evolution, we think X-Men. So there's your X-Men tie for the for the week. Now, we've got Monica who says that she knows an aerospace engineer. And this is when it went crazy. Like, this is full tinfoil hat moments. So just deal with me here. Reed Richards, aerospace engineer, right? Yes. Another Fantastic Four potential setup right here. And then I went a little bit deeper and looked for some engineers that could fit this moment. And we have the Blue Marvel, who is... okay. He's he's an, he's an engineer, but I don't think that that's the right fit for this moment right now. And then we've got Max Eisenhard, who is an engineer as well, but not an aerospace engineer. And that man's name is Magneto. Okay. Could she know Magneto's alternate? Like maybe Magneto's not a bad guy yet, or maybe he's somebody else. Who knows? And then there's Amadeus Cho, who is also an engineer, who eventually becomes the Hulk. Which is my theory that. He's not going to be in it, but I think after this, we're not done seeing Agent Wu. Okay. I think he's going to set up Agents of Atlas. Okay. The all-Asian superhero team, but I also think that he recruits Darcy to be the Maria Hill of Agents of Atlas. Just a theory. My first thought was Reed Richards. I didn't go full tinfoil hat, but... Yeah, it's the um, most logical one. He's He's an aerospace engineer, and I've been on the Fantastic Four train for two or three episodes now so i think they're setting it up and it's they're they're playing the slow game here then we've got the fridge in the house there's an artwork on the fridge and this is just a fun little thing i noticed i don't think this goes anywhere but it was a phoenix and i thought that that was pretty cool i was like "Ooh, they got a phoenix on the wall more x-men ties uh monica when she comes back and they're like what's the first thing you remember and she says uh there was a feeling of hopelessness and um Grief just holding me down. Well, there's another word for that. Misery. The House of M. We're getting closer and closer to Misery and Mephisto and all that fantastic goodness. Sparky is a nod to Tom King's Vision storyline. They had a synthesized android dog named Sparky. We talked about the Sokovian accent and the mailman being back. The mailman, I have no idea what's going on, but he also kind of knows what's going on, too. He weird we've got the commercial yeah the the lagos paper towels right yes the the biggest thing from that is it's from civil wars callback it's probably the saddest commercial because it's saying you need these when you make a mistake and we know what mistakes she made and it's like dead bodies yeah and like the end of it they're like cleaning up red liquid so that could be blood like that's (laughs) a play on blood but also there's a, a theory that all of the commercials have ties with the Infinity Stones. The toaster, obviously power, right? The watch, obviously time. The soap was in the shape of a co- of the cosmic cube, which would be space. And then with the red liquid, that could be a callback to the ether. Yeah. Leaving hmm. the soul and the mind stone, one of which, you know, was part of vision. So there's a big play at that. 
Agnes watching the boys again was a uh, was a callback to Dark Scarlet Witch storyline in Avengers West Coast, where she convinces the boys that if their mother is not at stake, and it kind of messes with Wanda's well being too, when when the mom is not near, the boys cease to exist. Okay. So that's why Wanda goes crazy. She stays there. She you know, kind of like helicopter moms, and uh, yeah. So there's that. And then finally, Evan Peters is back. Yeah. We knew this. We knew this was coming, and we've called it. We called that he was going to be Quicksilver, and uh, he seems to be Quicksilver, although I am 100% on the he is not Quicksilver train. So what do you make of this? This was your favorite part, Evan Peters being back. What would you make of it? Yeah. Like I said, um, if you go back to our preview episode, my shot in the dark was almost this way, and but it was Magneto. So when he showed up... And they just showed the back of his head. I was like, are they really just going to not show his face? I thought that was going to happen. Yes, I did. I thought they were going to show his head, face uh, or show the back of his head and that's it. Um, they also gave him a new haircut to make him look like closer to Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver. Yeah, it's kind of um, like when they gave him the kick-ass suit and kick-ass and he looked nothing like Aaron Taylor Johnson's kick-ass. Yeah. What I liked was they recognized it, and they said she recasted him. Yeah, but she didn't even know that that was Quicksilver. Yeah. She had to ask him if he was Pietro. Yeah, um, but I lo- I love that part when they were like they recasted him. So it was kind of a nod, like you know, obviously it's not Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't know. I just thought that was a quick nod and an easy way to get him in. Yeah, uh, but I liked the way they did it. Okay. I don't think that that's Quicksilver at all. Okay. 100% because there's there's many things. Uh, Wanda doesn't know who he is, number one, and is still kind of, I think, on the fence with him being actually Pietro. Number two, um, Quicksilver, our Quicksilver, MCU Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson, never had a chance to become Americanized and lose his Sokovian accent. He died yeah. in Sokovia. Meanwhile, we've got... Evan Peters looking like he just got off the, you know, the New Jersey Transit from Brooklyn. He's 100 he's he's coming in as a bad he's like a bad boy with a New York accent and but doesn't know Vision, which is kind of weird, right? Vision was part of Age of Ultron. Doesn't know him, doesn't have a Sokovian accent, and Aaron Taylor Johnson wasn't a bad boy. That that Quicksilver wasn't like this like hey, I'm the Fonz, but I got an edge like it, <laughs> yeah. it, it was never like that. So I think I think that this is uh this is Mephisto. Okay. Adding somebody whether he is Mephisto or not, um it's between him and Dottie, and then there's Ralph, another mention to Ralph this episode. Like what the hell's going on with Ralph? He can't even tame Agnes's libido and that tiger can't tame it with the lavender, but whatever. I think that Mephisto or the producer, let's let's say it's not Mephisto. There's a theory that Kang is actually the villain and he's he's messing with Wanda, but I think that that doesn't hold that much water. Whoever is the producer of the show is adding Quicksilver in there to move away from the argument that Vision and Wanda were just having when Vision says, I don't remember anything from Westview. Okay. Now that Pietro is back, the focal point is on this stranger, this new stranger. Who is he? Where did he come from? And Vision is going to try and uncover that chestnut while forgetting about the argument that they had where they're both hover fighting they're looking like they're about to kill each other in their house 
And the kids don't even come out and like, Mom, what's going on? Dad, what's going on? They don't even care. I don't think that that's Quicksilver. We'll have to see. That's just my thought. It, it doesn't mean – if it is, it's a multiverse. Yeah. This isn't Sokovian no. Quicksilver. He's Even Wanda says, you know, when the boys ask, do you have a brother or sister? And she's like, yeah, I got a brother, but he's far, far away. I mean, she's not lying. She didn't say that he was dead. His body's very, very far away in Sokovia, buried under rubble. But he's, you know, she doesn't have to tell her imaginary kids who are not even her babies that Quicksilver's dead because she's never going to meet him. Now, yeah. here's my brother. He's back, fast and furious. I don't know, man. Uh, overall, I give this a five. Yeah. This is a five again. Did you happen to see the um, the latest poster that they posted? Mm, no maybe well it came out last week it's got like all the the colorful artwork on it and then there a lot of people were jumping saying that mephisto was in the poster i'll have to look at it again i'm sure i've seen it okay well there's a there's a focal point in the background where the wallpaper is three-dimensional and it looks like a moth it kind of looks like Silence of the Lambs a little bit. Okay. And a lot of people are saying that that's a direct nod to Mephisto. So that could be pretty cool. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I do have a lot of theories. And uh, there weren't there wasn't any music to really break down this episode. I thought that that was weird. There was just the 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 new theme song. What did you think of the new theme song? I loved it. I thought it was great. They do such a great job to like a nod to that certain decade. And AG's like, this is so weird. I was like, this is exactly how every 80s show was. Like, the theme song and the the opening credit was like a story. Like, it told you everything you want to know about the show. And so, um, I loved it. So did you break down the lyrics? Did you have a chance to read the lyrics of the theme song? No, I did not. All right, so this is the theme song, and this will be the last thing, then we'll get out of here. You wander the world with a vision of what life could be. But then the years come and teach you to just wait and see. Forces may try to pull us apart, but nothing can phase us, or nothing can phase me. If you're in my heart, crossing our fingers, singing our songs, we're making it up as we go along. Through the highs and the lows, we'll be, we'll be right, we'll be wrong. We're making it up as we go along. And there will be days we won't know which way to go, but we'll take it higher. You're all I desire. When the going gets tough, when push comes to shove, we're making it up because we got love. We got love. We got love. We've got WandaVision. So they're making it up as we go along. Kind of like our theories on this episode. But, <laughs> but that's our episode, man. We're going to get out of here. Next week, we're coming back with a, uh, a big episode this Wednesday, Milestone Comics. We're going to be doing the history of Milestone Comics. Uh, so if you don't know anything about Milestone Comics, that's fine. This is your crash course, beginner's course to Milestone Comics and Milestone Media. And if you know a little bit about them, then you know play along and tell us who your favorite character from Milestone is. But that's it. Support us on social media, the Active Geek Podcast on all social media directories. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to Galaxy Wars every went or every Monday. I keep saying Wednesday, which is weird. Uh, follow Chuck Chuck underscore the Active Geek AG Cosplay on Instagram. And yeah, we'll be back next Wednesday with a, a great episode and next Saturday with another WandaVision breakdown on our Wanda Watch. For the Active Geek Podcast, I am Joe. I am Chuck. And we are out.